What is good, Ambush? Welcome, welcome to this week's episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. Here with me, your host of the DTP. I am Colton G, and this week on the show, I am joined by one of Australia's hottest country music duos, and that is the Wolf Brothers, Nick and Tom. We're going to be talking all about their new single, No Breaks. We're even going to be giving you a little bit of a biography on them before we jump into that convo and play that song for you. But of course, there's some business we need to take care of first. So first off, if you guys recently checked out ILoveDTP.com, because not only do we have those new hats, those new beanies for you guys to check out, we're also starting to get super low on the shirts that we have. If you're looking for a small, an XL or a medium, you are pretty much out of luck. I think we are out of our triple XL. I think we have one double XL left. If you're looking for a large, we got you, brother. We got you. But other than that, I actually think we're going to be retiring this design for shirts right now, at least on the black with the white logo. So if this is something that you want, this is going to be the last run, except for a small run of lady shirts that is going to be coming in very soon. would also like to mention that today's show is brought to you by Fight TV, the premier streaming service for combat sports like MMA, pro wrestling, and boxing. You can find a Fight TV on your web browser and in your app store, FITE.TV. We're also brought to you today by Fiverr.com, spelt F I V E R R. It is the number one services marketplace where you can find the freelancer to help bring your game, your presentation to the next level. That is Fiverr.com. All right, let's get rocking with the Wolf Brothers. Any history of the Wolf Brothers that doesn't begin four generations ago, it isn't quite complete. The revered country duo comprised of brothers Nick and Tom Wolf have become renowned over the past few years for their jaw-dropping live shows in slow but steady ascent to Australian country music's upper echelon. Part of their rise has been due to talent, and a lot of it is due to hard work. But the truth is that music is in the Wolf Brothers' blood. Their father, the man who encouraged them to start playing and helped facilitate their first shows in their early teens, was a rock drummer. His father played saxophone touring around the brothers' home state of Tasmania with a family band. And his father, Nick and Tom's great-grandfather, was a fiddle player. So, to say that the Wolf Brothers' story begins anywhere except four generations ago would be disingenuous. It would be ignoring the tides of history. If the musical gene was already in Nick and Tom's DNA, it was their parents who brought it to full bloom. Their father guided Nick to the guitar and Tom to the piano and their mother filled their family home with music, exposing their children to 90s country stables like Garth Brooks and Billy Ray Cyrus. It was almost an inevitability that the Wolf family home would produce two of Australia's finest country musicians, and the Wolf brothers are continuing to produce some of the finest country tracks 
adding their latest single, No Breaks, to their catalog and kicking off the decade. With their sights on continuing to make their mark on other shores while continuing to make their mark at home with the start of Wolf Fest in January of 2020. Nick and Tom Wolf join the DTP to discuss making their debut in Canada at the 2019 Calgary Stampede. Staying connected with their dedicated fan base during these hard times and their new song. No Breaks, among many other topics, including the No Breaks TikTok Dance Challenge, which you definitely should be checking out because uh, it's got some pretty slick moves to it, and you're going to be wanting to move to it, so why don't we go ahead and play that song for you right now while we head into this conversation with the Wolf Brothers, with Nick and Tom, with absolutely... No breaks. You're dangerous, can't tame this. Keep racing through my mind. I'm zero to crazy and stuck in overdrive. Yeah, I've seen Daytona and them talent digging knives. But just one look, you have me falling at the speed of light. Girl, when you turn it up, you know how to turn me on. Baby, I can't get enough. You got me too far gone. There ain't no slowing down. You know it's way too late. Can't turn my heart around. This thing ain't got no brakes. This thing ain't got no brakes. That black dress, them blue eyes, that come and get me a smile That kiss on your lips, fingertips that drive me wild I can't help but give in with this buzzing on my brain I kinda get the feeling that I'll never be the same Girl, when you turn it up, you know how to turn me on Baby, I can't get enough, you got me too far gone Slowing down, you know it's way too late Yeah, turn my heart around This thing ain't got no brakes This thing ain't got no brakes Am I falling? Am I flying? Can't make it stop Girl, when you turn it up You know how to turn me on Baby, I can't get enough You got me too far gone There ain't no slowing down You know it's way too late Can't turn my heart around This thing ain't got no brakes The Desert Tiger Podcast. How's it going? Good, mate. Going great. Yeah. All right. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks for um, thanks for having us on this, mate. This is um, this is great. No, oh, no worries at all. 
my absolute pleasure to have you gentlemen on. I mean, you guys just made your debut in Canada last year, so why don't we continue to build that steam? And that would be amazing. Yeah, very, very cool, mate. Very cool. How how, how is it uh, where you are, mate? All sort of safe at the moment? Um, we're we're fairly safe here. Uh, BC, where I'm located, has been uh, fairly proactive with everything, and the cases have been fairly low. How are things where you guys are located in Australia? Uh, yeah, not, not not too bad. We're, we're down in um, Tasmania, which is the island off the bottom of Australia, and it's been like it's been okay. I think there's only a few active cases at the moment. There's a little bit of a breakout in the north of our state, but. I, I think yeah, it's just it's a pretty good place now. to be. It's a pretty good place to be because it's a it's an island. So um, they are other sort of you know put the <laughs> drawbridge up, <laughs> I suppose, and uh, <laughs> and uh, keep everybody out. And uh, but yeah, there's still managed to be a bit of a bit of a, a hot spot up in the north, and it kind of got in this hospital and killed a few people and stuff. So the, relatively to population, I don't think it's actually that good of a statistic, but um. But I probably wouldn't want to be anywhere else right now. I think it's a, a pretty good place to be. Yes, it sounds like it's a fairly secluded location for sure. It is. Well, that's very, very good to be thankful for. You guys are off at the farm, I presume? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm down at the farm and um, it's good. It's a very, I'm so glad I've had this space to uh, be locked down on. Otherwise, you know, we've got friends and stuff who live in Sydney, who live in apartments and... Um, I don't know how they do it. You know, you got to stay home every day, and you know, oh, I couldn't do it. So I've been very, very thankful for that. Very thankful. I've been up in. Uh, I live at the other end of the state, up in Launceston, and um, it's been. It's actually been, you know, despite not being able to go and play shows and earn money and things like that. It's. Um, I've actually really loved the time at home. It's been amazing. We haven't been home for this long for years. So um, I don't think. My wife and I have ever spent so many consecutive days together before, actually. So um, it's actually been really good. <laughs> so really taking the time to appreciate the things that you don't normally get to do. Absolutely. I mean, that's kind of all we can do, I think. You know? So it's been good. Like uh, I thought it might have you know, tested the relationships a bit, but we've managed to... Um, on one day, we even had a game of Monopoly which, you know, that thing just breaks up families. Oh, that, that <laughs> and, tests relationships for sure. Yeah. So we did that, and we also assembled, like, a, um, a, a piece of flat-pack furniture, which is another good relationship texter. So um, we survived <laughs> both of those things um, easily, so I reckon we're, reckon we're, we're pretty right. <laughs> yeah. my, my, my wife said to me uh, just the other day, she said, I think it's time you got to go back on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's okay. No, it's been it's been good. It's been that that's been the only good thing about it. The time at home with the family. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you have positives that you can enjoy during these times. Yeah, you got you got to. I think otherwise you'd go insane. Exactly. Exactly. It's always good to find the uh, silver lining in even the dirtiest of clouds. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, we're we're trying our best. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going to get a little bit more into that as well further on here. Of course, we're talking with the Wolf Brothers, Nick and Tom. They've built quite a uh, reputation as one of the most successful Australian country music duos 
in the last decade, having 12 consecutive number one singles, and even starting off this decade incredibly strong with their own festival with Wolf Fest that was at the beginning of this year, January 4th and 5th. They just announced signing an international deal with Australia BMG, and they just released their latest single on said label, and that is No Break. So you guys are still finding a time to stay positive during all of these things musically as well. Yeah, look, we've look, we we ummed and ahed and and discussed whether we should release a single or not while all this is happening, and it, the decision came that I think we should. You know, I think there's the news is full of of COVID. The news feed on social media is all about COVID nineteen. We thought let's get something out there that other people can focus on. It's something else that's positive. It's something else to talk about, and. Um, yeah, the support we've got's been actually really positive. We were a little bit scared at first, but it's been um, really getting embraced by the fans, and um, that's that's really awesome. Well, Tom was a little bit scared. Um, I always thought the song was great. <laughs> Tom was Tom was a bit scared that you know we were delving into uh, maybe you know a bit too pop territory than what we'd done, but. Then again, you know, you look at some of our previous songs, we, we'd sort of gone that way with things like No Sad Song and, and a few other things. So I didn't really think, ever see it was that much of a departure from, from what we've done. I think I think leading up, like last album, a lot of the topics and about of, of the songs were pretty serious um, and, and, you know, heavy. Like, I guess making that album, we went through a lot, like our, our father passed away from cancer and, you know, there's a lot going on. Um, you know, and there's songs about that on that album, um, you know, and also things like, you know, veterans and things like that with Hey Brother. So, um, look, I think it was just, we just felt it was time. You can't just do serious songs all the time. Um, I think we just needed to put out a bit of a banger and, and have a bit of fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and it's also a very good song to maybe release, like you said, after a string of very important but very serious songs, but also during a time where, Maybe some people need something to help break up the monotony of their own day. Absolutely, you know, and, you know, our job is to entertain people as well, you know, and um, uh, I think a lot of the stuff we've been writing of late has really been geared towards um, how, you know, with the the thought in mind, how will this work in the live show? So really um, writing off based on grooves and feels that we know are going to, you know, you could play anywhere at any time and it's going to, it's going to do the thing, you know? So, um, yeah, I guess we've sort of really had that in our head with our writing lately, trying to, um, to, to just craft a, a set of songs that's going to work no matter where we are in the world, because, you know, we, with this new deal, we might find ourselves in places where people really don't know us. You know, we've got a, a great, um, following in Australia, but, uh, we're looking to expand uh, internationally, and um, there's no doubt we're going to go places and no one will know who we are. So um, we, we want music that's going to work no matter where we are, I guess. That's kind of the thought at the moment. For sure, and like you guys said, just starting to break out, you guys only just broke into Canada. And as a Canadian, most of the country music fans or even people who are outside of the country music genre in North America don't necessarily know that the genre exists and thrives inside of other parts of the world. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like, we, we've been over before, um, obviously played in Canada, but I remember the first time we went over to play in uh, the States, we did a tour through the Midwest. And, like, we were telling people, you know, hey, we're the Wolf Brothers, we're from Tasmania, you know, and, and a lot of people didn't know where Tasmania was, so we'd sort of explain, you know, the Tasmanian uh, Tasmanian devil off the cartoon, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, that's where we're from. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, amazing, like. Yeah, again, and they, they were like, we'd get people come up to us and go, how, how come you guys are singing country music, you know, and you're from, like, Tasmania, Australia? How, how do you know about it? We thought it would just existed here. And, I mean, for us, I mean, we grew up on a farm. It's, you know, we've listened to probably a lot of the same records country fans all around the world have, you know. Plus, um, we've been very lucky in Australia. There's some incredible um, homegrown artists, you know. So um, it's just... Country music's just in us, you know. So um, yeah, it's been fun, and you're right. A lot of people wouldn't wouldn't know. I mean, when we came up to Canada to play at the Stampede um, last year, like that was so much fun, and th- the the size of that thing just absolutely blew our minds, you know. And um, ah, Canadian fans, they they love their country music. I, I yeah, I cannot wait to get back there <laughs> sooner rather than later, please. Oh, especially at a place like the Stampede where you have so many die-hard individuals who are just willing to embrace just even that new sound and what jump into your guys' music and just immediately start dancing. Well, I remember there is um, just the subtle differences in the kind of, I guess, the country music landscape, <coughs> even from Canada to the US. Like, you know, I guess we were pretty well-versed in what the radio landscape is like in the States. But I, you know, I had no idea of of how um, unique and cool it was up in Canada until we were there. Um, and and it's it's the same again in Australia. We've got our own whole scene of of artists like that. You know, other parts of the world would never have heard of. Um, but it's really just unique how just I guess the place kind of shapes what's happening, and it's really cool. I can't wait to get over there and kind of explore it more. And and um, yeah, it's gonna be great. All right. You guys just did your own festival as well, and like doing that in the middle of a tour. So not only how difficult is it to plan a summer festival, but also continue to make sure that you're hyping it properly and getting everything lined up the right way while you guys are on the road playing your own shows, taking care of your own careers. Well, look, we've been very lucky. We've got an incredible um, incredible management team around us who, who really go above and beyond to help support us. Um, we, we started talking about it, you know, the idea of Wolf Fest for ages. Like, I, I've always wanted to have a Wolf Fest because, you know, Motley Crue had Crew Fest and Ozzy Osbourne had Oz Fest. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, we need a Wolf Fest, you know. And it was really great, you know, like uh, it was year one, so we started – well, we didn't start small, but, you know, we, we did two outside festivals across our state. It was really great. We, we didn't necessarily keep it to strictly a country festival, which is something we're a bit excited about. We had some great country acts, but we also had, like, a, a great act from our state called the Bad Dad Orchestra who were like a, who were like a soul, like a soul rock band, you know. And um, it was really exciting because it really, really worked and it really got embraced. So... Um, hopefully coming into our summer in January, this will 
COVID will all be over and we'll be able to do a few more wolf fests because it's the type of thing we've set up. We want to be able to take it on the road, take different people out every year and, um, yeah, it's fun. Look, you know, we're, we've always been the type of guys to probably bite off more than we can chew, so that was definitely the <laughs> still <laughs> festival. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fun. Really cool. Really, really cool. Okay, and then, uh, Nick, from your perspective, how was doing all of that? Oh, mate, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Like, it's something we definitely want to build up over the coming years, you know. Um, I, I think the original thought was we could do it uh, kind of at our farm. That's kind of where we want to kind of want to end up end up with it, like, um, you know, Wolf Fest from Wolf's farm, you know. We couldn't logistically sort of make that work in, in year one, but maybe going forward, you know, we want to make it, you know, bigger and bigger artists and, and as Tom said, different genres and, um, yeah, so who knows, you know, maybe, uh, yeah, the, the goal is one day, you know, a really, really big time thing down at the farm. Really cool. But, um, yeah, no, it was, it was great. I, I sort of was, was always, uh, I wasn't as enthusiastic about the idea as, as Tom. I was just like, <laughs> oh, really, we're going we're gonna to name a festival after ourselves? Oh, <laughs> sure about this? Like, but, no, it was, it was, it was cool. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, sometimes that's for the best, right? Especially when it comes to progressing things. Oh, look, actually, yeah. you know what? The, the great thing about um, is about working together, being brothers. You know, we can be we're very honest, sometimes brutally honest with each other, but um, that's good. You know, I think that's a, it makes for a very good team. It makes for it's always made for a great creative team, and. Um, you know, later as you get older in this business, you know, it becomes more business decisions, like, you know, doing a festival and stuff crop up, and um, it's been good. We've been able to sort of work all that, navigate that stuff together pretty damn well. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely the one that has these grand ideas, and and Nick's kind of like, yeah, let's just pull that in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's good to dream big too, and I mean, you guys are definitely taking a lot of big steps between the festival and going international as well. All right, now that we've talked a little bit about Wolf Fest, now that we've talked a little bit about, you know, the current situation of the world and how it's affected some things, I want to get more into you know some of the influences of the Wolf Brothers, and of course, we need to talk about No Breaks, that amazing jam of a song that you guys heard earlier here on the DTP but of course we need to take a little bit of a break here pay a few bills of course you guys know one of the best ways to support the show is over at ilovedtp.com but of course we've also teamed up with some other amazing services to you know help you guys out as well give keep you entertained while everything is going down and of course I need to shout out our good friends at Fight TV. Why is that? Because Fight TV is the premier streaming service for combat sports like mixed martial arts, pro wrestling and boxing. Not just that, they're adding more sports all the time. They recently added some soccer to it as well. Yeah, Fight TV is expanding their game. They're attacking the sports world, the streaming culture. And you can not only find some of the hottest pay-per-views there, they also have some free content as well. They recently launched the Fight TV 24-7 
channel where you can watch all of those amazing hard-hitting combat sports action for free. Yeah, for free, and it's all on Fight TV. That's right, F-I-T-E dot TV. You can find it on your web browser and even in your app store. We're also brought to you today by Fiverr. Yeah, that's right. Are you a content creator, maybe a streamer, a YouTuber, a musician, someone who's maybe just getting started and maybe doesn't have necessarily the connections to get some of the things that you need to help bring your game to the next level, maybe look a little more professional? Well, Fiverr has the collection of professional creators to help you get there no matter what it is you are looking for in order to help you do this whether it is logo creation you need some badges you need some banners created you need a little bit of intro music created fiverr has all sorts of different options there's literally hundreds of different categories that you can find assistance in on fiverr right now yeah that's right, right now they're waiting for you so that you can go and get your project created the way that you want today. All right, you guys, let's jump back into this conversation with Nick and Tom, the Wolf Brothers. The Desert Tiger Podcast. So one thing I want to touch on is you guys saying that you want to bring different sounds to the festival and... Another thing that you guys also said is like you were afraid to venture into the pop world even though you had already done it, but you can definitely hear a lot of like those pop and rock influences throughout your music in time as well. So how much of those genres were influences to you guys growing up? Well, look, you know, we've always just listened to like so much different music. Um, and I, I feel like, you know, when we when it came time to write our own music, I, I've never doubted that it was country, but there's always been, you know, a lot of, di- of different stuff because that's just what we were brought up on, you know. Like what my favourite, my, probably my favourite band of all time is the band Warrant, like Cherry Pie Warrant. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, like, I mean, people will be like, what the hell is this guy doing, you know, singing country? But, um, I, like, I love that band, you know, and we've, we've growing up, we've had to do a lot of different gigs, like, as our job, you know, we did weddings, we did, you know, I, the weirdest one I think was this, like we did like a 70th birthday party to about 10 people in like a an old farm, uh, you know, mansion around this round table while people sat and, you know, played Sherry. And they, they wanted us to play things like Danny Boy and stuff, you know, so... <laughs> So we, we've been in some weird situations and we've, you know, we've had to play a lot of different stuff in our lives. You know, the music we make, I, I think is country. And I think, uh, you know, it's uh, the country music now is in a, in a place where, you know, it's a massive cross pollination of genres and there's a lot of cool stuff. I think there's some really cool stuff being sort of made out of that. You know, what do you think, Tom? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I totally agree. I mean, for us, I mean, if you sort of listen, if you sort of listen from our early career to now, you know, our, our early stuff, you know, is um, embarrassing. Hear, <laughs> <laughs> some of it is embarrassing, yeah. But you can hear, you know, you can hear we were kids, really, you know. And there's a lot of um, there's a lot of country in there, but there's there's also a lot of you know, there's, you can hear sort of like some of them early rock influences, like that Warrant stuff coming through, you know. And um, 
uh, as we've got older, what I've really liked is as we've got older, we've always tried to push ourselves into what we haven't done, you know. Uh, no breaks is probably the most probably pop influence thing we've done. And, and you know, I, I won't lie, I was a little bit scared about that. But hindsight is a great thing. And, I mean, now that it's out and seeing the way it's getting embraced, I, I'm really happy with that, you know. And it sort of puts me in the headspace of writing and being creative of going, okay, well, what haven't we done? What haven't we sung about? What haven't we, you know, what sort of groove haven't we recorded before? What sort of sounds haven't we used? So that's that's kind of really exciting because I think, you know, there's some artists that just do the one thing and then that's, mind you, that can be really cool. I mean, that works, it's, that works for ACDC. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think for us I just want to keep pushing it and keep pushing ourselves creatively too and just keep, keep trying to find the, the, the things we haven't done and, and and within that, hopefully, we'll, we'll find some, some some real gems, you know? Well, Tom, um, speaking of things we haven't done, I've been meaning to ask you, um, you know, no breaks, uh, the no breaks challenge on TikTok, um, I believe, <laughs> yes. I believe you're going to, you're going to have to um, do a video for that pretty soon. Yeah, I just wondered, yeah. I wondered how the dance steps were coming along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, really good, mate. Yeah. Yeah, look. TikTok is a world I haven't quite been Do you even myself. have the app? Do you have the app? Um, I, I, I got the app last week, but I haven't set up an account. I've had, uh, had a little look. I've had a little look on it, but, yeah. It gets I, you. I, look, it, I don't know if I'm going to be doing the, the No Breaks Dance Challenge anytime soon, let me tell you. I don't, don't think it's going to happen. Mate, you've got you to you know, back your product. And uh, <laughs> I back it. Don't worry about that. I, I really it. think, you know, I really think what the world needs to see is you doing that dance. So um, I'm Maybe. looking forward to that. I think that would bring a smile to everyone's faces and it would immediately go viral. I yeah. think so. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if that's, if that's what I want. If that's what goes viral for the Wolf Brothers, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I looked at the uh, No Breaks da TikTok Dance Challenge this morning, and I must say the uh, the dance moves are a, a little intricate. It takes it, it would take quite a few people a little bit of time to figure that one out, so I don't blame you for being a little, uh, you know, scared of it. It's not the easiest. Uh, it's not the easiest one, is it? It's um, no. it's a, it's sort of a uh, you know, it's an advanced. It's not. I wouldn't say it's advanced, but it's. Uh, there are a lot of easier ones, but um, I think the secret is uh, to start uh, like not at the very start. I mean, not not that I've put much time into it myself, <laughs> but, but if I was going to learn it, I would uh, skip the first couple of steps and just go from where the chorus starts. Yeah, not not that I've not that I've messed with it much, you know. But uh, sure, yeah. sure, sure, yeah. Nick, sure, yeah. mate, sure. <laughs> I definitely haven't been, you know, in my lounge room on my own for two hours, you know, trying to learn. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can at least expect one of the Wolf Brothers to possibly put in their own entrant into the challenge then <laughs> from the sounds Mate, of things. We got about, I think we got one of us is going to have to, because, you know, we can't just put this out there and, and not, uh, you know, not, not back it up. So. Well, exactly. I guess, yeah. I guess it's going to be me by the sounds of it, but I think I think it would be more viral, as you say, with with Tom doing it. He's just got you know just that physique that that would just really top it off. I think it would suit it. 
Uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> he just seems like he's someone who's got like a really jolly uh, energy to when he dances, you know. It's <laughs> gonna be, it's gonna be amazing. Oh god, oh, I'm really, I'm actually becoming more scared as this interview progresses. You know, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic. No, it's, I, like, I, it's funny. I mean, I just, I never thought. Who would have ever thought that that whole concept would be a thing? It's, you know, because, like, dances for songs was something that was around, you know, back in the, the olden days. Like, oh, we're going out and doing the Charleston or something, you know. But that's the mo- the modern version, isn't it? You know, these these songs come out and that's how the songs blow up. The dance goes along with them and goes on there. It's, it's mind-blowing. Even a few years ago, if you had said that would be a thing, I just would have been like, no way. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's how the world works, I suppose. Oh, well, soon enough, you'll see people busting it out at clubs, and you'll be, it'll be the next boot scootin' boogie. All right, let's hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a fantastic video of, um, of Billy Ray Cyrus in the Achy Breaky Heart days doing uh, some amazing moves the other day, and I just thought and that that's that was a glorious time. You know, I think we, I think this, we could we could do that. So bring it back, let's, bring it back yeah, for sure. Maybe so. There we go. Awesome. So you guys recently signed with Australia BMG. What has that experience been like and what have you noticed in their ability with taking you guys international? Look, it's been a really, really great experience. Um, like all these things, it, it's it's sort of been the process of months and months and months getting there to actually get the uh, to put the signature on the paper to, and then months and months and months of recording and, and writing and uh, to get a song out. But the team are really great. You know, they've, they've, they've got a different way of looking at things probably compared to how we have um, done things in the past. But what, what's been really exciting for us is just how connected BMG Australia are with the teams, you know, around the world. You know, there's, you know, if we're, you know, there's a meeting in the morning with Australia, then all of a sudden, then we're talking to Canada, then we're talking to America, and everyone's on the same page, and everyone's just got a, the, the belief they've got in our songs and what we're doing is, um, it's it's humbling, really, it really is, and um, I, I think it's the start of a, a really exciting new chapter for us, you know, I really do, so I'm, um, I'm excited to, I'm excited to sort of, you know, well, I'll, really excited to get back on the road and start touring some of these new songs but um yeah look it's 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 a great team and i think i think this is the start of a really exciting chapter i mean we're still ourselves a lot you know i i looked at the the uh the deals an international deal so we signed to um, bmg australia uh and then you know that that branches out to uh, broken bow in nashville and bmg canada you know and i looked at the broken bow website and then I'm looking, you know, down the list of artists and there's, you know, Jason Aldean and Zach Brown and Dustin Lynch and you scroll down a bit more and there we are. And it's like, wow, you know, if, how would we ever imagine that, you know, 10 years ago when we were playing at our local pub in Tasmania? Like, it's just literally the other side of the world. It's one of the smallest places ever. Like, oh, it's it's crazy stuff, but um, we're very very grateful and we can't wait to kind of see where the journey leads in this next chapter with with this deal in place and um you know we get, we're ready to work hard and, and make it happen hopefully we can get over there in canada and, and play a bunch of shows and 
meet a lot of people and, and make our mark in, in uh, your part of the world one day. Yes, hopefully. I mean, it sounds like you guys are ready to head into the future with absolutely no breaks, but unfortunately, <laughs> COVID seems to have uh, pulled its own emergency. Yeah, they put a little, little, uh, little light break on things, but, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll get through that. Yeah, we will. We're rolling with it. We're rolling with it. We'll, we'll, we're all going to come out the other side stronger. That's my, that's my thought, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. So I see that you guys have been doing a lot of uh, Wolf Pack live streams to stay connected with your fan base. What has it been like to coordinate uh, those live streams and even perform music? What was it like to figure that process out? It's been uh, a lot of last-minute panicking, really. (laughs) 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 But uh, no, we've worked it out. We're not... not complete you know completely useless with technology but we're not we're certainly not uh, the best either so to work that stuff out as there's been a few teething problems but it's been good we've learned a lot uh and the shows the more we put into it the, the bigger it, it's getting so um to actually uh tonight on the show we've got uh, a band uh, shepherd they're a really big uh, australian band they had a massive smash song um geronimo a couple of years ago, and I, you may have heard of that over there. Even like uh, it's just it was you know world worldwide thing. The tour of the world, so they're on. And then the, the more we go in with this, the bigger the guests are kind of getting, and the more uh, involved it's getting in different you know audio things. And uh, but it was kind of just started out as me and Tom just going on with nonsense for an hour on a Friday night, but um, <laughs> it's uh, it's evolving into something bigger. So um, it's, we're loving it. It's good fun. It's actually really nice to kind of have that to look forward to at the end of the week. It feels like we're going to do a show, you know? So, um, yeah, it's, I'm loving it. Yeah, it's it's, it's been, a, it been a real, real, um, yeah, there's, there's parts of it that have been challenging, but there's also parts of it that have been, Really fun, you know. And Nick's that last comment Nick said, it feels like we're doing a gig. It does. Like that's that's the one thing I really do like about it, you know. Like like after this, I'm going to get off and have a little practice and just think about what I'm going to play tonight and think about what you know uh, what we'll talk about, you know. And, and that to me feels like we're getting into getting ready for a show, you know. And we'll have to get we'll have to get. I want to try and get Gord Gord Bamford on it soon. So hopefully. Um, Gord can come on. I don't know what the time difference will be. You'll probably be like literally waking up as we're getting drunk on a Friday night. <laughs> I'm sure Gord would love that. Yeah, Gord would love that, yeah. Wake him up at some ungodly hour and, and make him talk to us while we drink on a Friday night in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. It'd be like remembering him of tour, right? Having someone waking him up and... <laughs> oh, that's it's going to be, be a good oh, time. Good. Fantastic, fantastic. So, how else have your plans changed for the uh, near future due to the COVID crisis? Do you guys have a uh, full album planned in the future and some more singles coming up? Yeah, like we've we've got a full album, um, sort of half. We're not fully ready, but like a lot of stuff recorded and a lot of stuff ready to go. Um, It'll definitely put. This is definitely going to push back the album, an album release for us. It's, you know, I, I don't really want to put an album out and not be able to hit the road and tour it. That that doesn't sort of feel right to us. But I like, yeah, I think at the moment we're just going to keep, we're going to keep putting singles out. You know, 
that'll probably happen for the, I don't know, that could potentially happen for the rest of this year almost. But that's okay. I think, I think we've got some great songs ready to come and some great stuff coming up. So, yeah, I think we're just going to ride this out. And, and um, if, if all goes well in Australia, it looks like we can sort of get, hopefully get back on the road here, hopefully October. Ooh. So September, October. So if that sort of works, if that happens, that will be, uh, that'll be, that'll be really great. Really, really great. That's fantastic. That hopefully you guys will be able to get back out onto the road and hopefully people will be able to come out to the shows, be within each other's presence, enjoy the vibe and everything else that comes with the beauty of live music. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's hope it's sooner rather than later too. Agreed. 100% agreed. All right. So before I ask my last question, where can the listeners of the podcast find out more about the Wolf Brothers? Yeah, yeah we try to stay pretty active on all our socials. So, um, you know, uh, all the usual places, the Facebook, Instagram, and uh, new, our newest one, TikTok. Um, we're still navigating that, as we say. Um, if you want to see, if you want to see, you know, some guys in their 30s, you know, attempt to dance, uh, <coughs> have no no business doing, you know, that that's the place to do to go for that. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, seriously, we'd love to love to hear from 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 you guys. Um, it's always really exciting um, when we see people comment and stuff from other parts of the world. Um, it's great to see a lot of people from Canada and stuff tuning in on the live shows on Friday nights. So, well, I'm not even sure what that would be uh, time-wise over there for you guys. But um, anyway, it's uh, 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time on Friday. So I believe that would be like a Thursday something for you guys but uh if you can jump on there um we'd love to love to hear from you so i'll I'll figure out what the time difference is and i'll let them know in the outro that'd be awesome 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 man all right fantastic and i'll make sure to tune in myself so as a duo as brothers who have been grinding it out for the last decade and finally going international say there's a group of two bros or it doesn't even have to be brothers say there's two siblings two friends that are sitting out there right now jamming it out and they're maybe a little afraid that they might not even be able to make it outside of their own city what kind of message do the wolf brothers have for those individuals well look i think um you know one thing we've learned over the years is you've just you've got to be yourself because there's only one you and um I think, you know, that's what people really connect with. You're just being real and being yourself. And my other bit of advice is, this is actually, the Beatles said this. They said, you got to own own your hometown before you own your state. And then when you own your state, you can own your country. And then when you own your country, you can go out and own the world. So <laughs> just keep grinding away and um, and just, you know, enjoy it. You know, well, that's then, it. You know like we've, we've always just had little goals and then once we achieve the little goal, I guess we, we make the goalpost further away, you know, like at one point our, the sole aim of our band was to get a, a gig at our local bar, which was called Irish Murphy's in Hobart, Tasmania. And then we, I remember clear as day thinking like, man, if we get a gig at Irish Murphy's, 
we've made it. You know, this is amazing. So, um, yeah, then we did that, and then you, you make another go. You go, okay, I'm going to get a show at the other end of the state, and then you do that, and, you know, you just keep, and then eventually the goal becomes, you know, hey, we want to win this award, or, you know, we want to get this international deal. So it's uh, just about mo- making those goalposts, moving them further away, and getting the goal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Step by step, don't overwhelm yeah. yourself and take the goals as they come. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You said it better than us, actually. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty good at making a, a rambling, long-winded way of saying stuff. So uh, you know. nah, It's okay, you guys said it pretty damn fine yourselves. Thank you so much for joining me here on the DTP. Thanks so much for talking to us, mate. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, mate, and uh, looking forward to getting... Seeing everyone in Canada really soon. Ah, hopefully I'll be able to see you guys in person one day soon, too. Absolutely. Same. We're looking forward to it. And until that day comes and I can give both Nick and Tom a big old handshake for joining me here on today's episode, I guess a big old roaring DTP thank you will have to suffice to the Wolf Brothers for joining me on today's episode of the podcast to discuss coming up in Australia's country music scene, recently going international, and of course their new single, no Breaks, which you heard on today's episode of the podcast, and you can find it on, yes, that is right, your favorite music streaming service right now. And I highly suggest that you go ahead and do so. Hit follow when you're there so you can keep up to date with all things The Wolf Brothers. And if you want to check out their amazing live stream concerts, you can find them Friday mornings in North America, 2 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And actually, one of the brothers just uploaded their entry into the No Breaks TikTok Dance Challenge, which you definitely need to go and check out right now. I also need to give one of those roaring DTP thank yous to Mackenzie and the rest of the team over at Strut Entertainment for going and helping with hooking this conversation up. And of course, Last but not least, we have one of those thank yous, those roaring DTP thank yous to you guys, the listeners, the ambush. If you're new, maybe you want to join the ambush, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. That's how you get it done. Maybe you've already hit and subscribe. Maybe you want to give the show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or, or maybe you enjoyed this episode so much that you want to share it on your social media, take a snapshot. And if you do, maybe you want to tag me, the Colton G, the Desert Tiger Podcast, or most importantly, the Wolf Brothers, so that we can show you some mad love for, well, showing us some love. Yeah, that's how it goes down. All right. Thank you guys for joining me on what is another double release Friday of the Desert Tiger Podcast. Next week on the show, I actually I actually don't know what I'm going to be putting out. We have some things in 
the uh, bag that we can pull out some magic rabbits per se, but exactly which one of those rabbits it's going to be, we will see next Friday in June. All right, you guys. So until then, ah, have yourself a good week.